Ramble. Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. Welcome back. I've missed you. I feel like it's been a long time, even though it's only been a week. Well, I just it's think been more than a week for us. Lately, we've been bulk f- uh, recording, which is really good on just like the organization business side of things because we've been traveling. But mm-hmm. then at the same time, it feels like it's just I been so long. Up. It's been a long time. I know. And I'm excited because I feel like for a long time, we've been doing these like fun, upbeat episodes, which I love. But I'm like down to get for like the nitty gritty. She wants a tear. I want to cry. You know, do, okay, do I you, cry? Do Probably you ever not. get in those moods where you're just like, I kind of just want to cry? Uh, She's yeah. like, no. No, I'm I like, do. Oh, awkward. Actually, <laughs> I don't like get in the mood, but then once I do start crying sometimes, I'm like, oh my God. And There's I just, times like, where I'm just down and I'm like, all I want to do is just like mope in my feelings, lay in bed, play a sad song. Do you do that? Um, very rarely, oh. very, very, very rarely. Just like sometimes the there's sometimes where I'm like, if I had a full work planning day and then I'm like, no, today's canceled. <laughs> I'm just going to hibernate in my room. You usually don't hear from me. I was going to say, I can't imagine you ever like sitting in your bed for some reason, but do you do it sometimes? Uh, if I'm like, I feel like maybe twice a year. Like a good PMS yeah. moment. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I feel it. Well, Anyways, I'm excited to be emotional today and really tap into some feelings. But before that, mm. we have a game. Also, oh we went God. to Japan catch up. We went. It was great. Fun Watch time. the vlogs. Watch it was really good. It was really fun. We went with Benefit and it was, um, love I love Japan. It's one of, fun fact, cleanest city you will ever find. No trash cans anywhere. That's, that's my question. Why are there no trash because cans? Because people are just respectful and carry their trash. Oh. Because like the culture there is very respectful in general. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. people just would never litter. Like I, I didn't see trash once. It was crazy. Well, that's I just like kept holding my cups all day long. Then, which is like totally fine. Which but I was like, how well, is it so clean with no cups? What's crazy no is here, at least in the states. Like you go to Disneyland, there's a trash can fifty feet every direction. That's a fun fact about yeah. Disney. Hey. <laughs> oh, actually, fifty feet. Is it fifty or thirty or forty? It's fifteen feet. Fifteen, 15 feet. Literally, wherever you are, look. There's always a trash can near you, and that's the reason why to like because people are so lazy to walk far to a trash can but if there's one a few feet away you're like oh i might as well throw it away so that's how they keep it cleaner but here in the states i feel like in general there's just more trash cans everywhere however there's still litter like everywhere but in japan there's no trash cans but people hold it and it's just mind-blowing i didn't understand that at all but it was beautiful so fun also i was very impressed with how knowledgeable you are of the whole country Oh, I she just think it's because you knew so much. I love Japan. I did go once like four years ago. And then we did have um, a friend stay with us for two years who's Japanese. Oh, okay. So like we just like learned a lot from her. I was impressed. I learned a lot from you that trip. That was really fun. Uh, well, today we're going to kick it off with our little game. I'm excited because I don't know what the game is. <laughs> Eli and I came up with this. Shout out, Eli. We decided it would be fun if we speed dated, but together. Like oh. I speed date question you, you speed date question me. We can do the same five questions and just switch them back and forth. Okay, okay, okay. But these are good questions. Okay. Okay, number one. So I'll ask you. Hi, welcome speed dating. Hi. I'm Remy. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Riverside, California. Uh, who's at our side? Yes. Our side. Number Do you one. know it? <laughs> uh, I've, I've heard of it, I think. Um, number one, which childhood birthday was your favorite? Oh, okay. The specific one that I'm thinking of, I fun fact, I legit wanted to be a figure skater when I was growing up. Okay. I took lessons, okay. everything, full shebang. So 
I obviously had like ice skating birthday parties. Like that was my thing. And I remember I got this um, blue velvet little like tutu set thing, Mm -hmm. not tutu, leotard thing. And I remember I got fully dressed and I like went out there and and, like, I felt like the shit. I was like, oh my God, this is the best birthday ever. We're all like figure skating. Let me show off my like three point turn, like that kind of stuff. Could you do like a triple axel? Were you throwing that in front of everyone? Like in my head I could, you Uh know what I mean? yeah. I thought, yeah, and that was a fun one. That was a good. What number mm-hmm. day was that? Or what See, number not, year? I want to say like eight or nine. Okay, a good time. Good time. Back in the nineties. Yeah. Um, what is your fondest <laughs> memory of your family? It was not in the nineties, by the way. Were you not in the nineties? Yeah. Eight oh, or it nine? Was early two thousands. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, think. I was like, oh shit. Are you ninety three? <laughs> ninety three. Okay. Ninety three. Ninety five. Okay, Next one. I already asked. Oh, what was it? What is your fondest memory of your family? Fondest? Just like in general? I guess so. I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to ask me questions back for speed oh. dating. You're so right because I need to impress <laughs> yeah, you. You need to speed. Oh, this is good. Speed I love this. this. Up. <laughs> um, my fondest memory, probably just, you know, we don't have much traditions in our family, but the few that we do, like Christmas, yes. you know, those are, always, we always go to the cabin for around yeah. in December. It's just great time. It's a good time. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Um, very interesting. What was your favorite <laughs> game to play as a child? Ooh, dark room. What is this? <laughs> you just turn off the lights and sit there? Literally, it's iconic. You turn off all the lights. It's like tag, but in the dark. I do not know. so dangerous. No, no. I don't know why our parents let us play this because we broke so many lamps. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so fun. You basically, someone goes out Did of the you room. you this up yourself? I don't know. I've never heard. Have you? Yeah. No. Okay, oh, so, it's a thing. Oh, oh my God. Okay. So basically someone goes out of the room. They're it. You turn off all the lights. Everyone hides. So it's like hide and go seek in the dark. And then the person has to find everyone. And then if they find someone, they have to guess who it is. That's kind of fun. One time. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> uh, I forget who it was. I'm sorry. I didn't ask for anything. Oh, questions. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, yeah. Just multiple lamps broken. No, sorry. One time. One time. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> People are going to be mad at me. Come on. Um, um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was fun. We even you got were my going f- into a story. <laughs> I was. <laughs> but now I'm like, that's lame. Oh. <laughs> I need to impress you. You played now. it off. <laughs> okay. You're doing great, sweetie. I don't know why you don't date more. Oh, yeah. um, what scared you when you were little? Ooh, definitely the witch from Snow White. I thought she oh. was in this one window in our house all the time. So I would karate crawl under it <laughs> because I was scared she was going to be looking at me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, number five, last question. What story about your childhood do your parents or family always tell again and again? Ooh. Okay. So one time I hate hearing this story. Um, one time I was so scared to get my tooth pulled at the dentist. So, and it was very loose, you know, mm-hmm. and I heard that the, the dentist was going to get rid of it. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so I it. was like, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so I like went to the bathroom. I was probably six or seven. Mm-hmm. I was very young. Mm-hmm. I go to the bathroom. Back in the 90s. Yeah, back in the 90s, <laughs> early 90s. Um, and I like pulled out myself, but then I accidentally like oh, threw it away or like it flushed or something oh, or God. fell down the drain, something. And then I was like, I, I was so embarrassed. I didn't tell them. So I just go back to the seat. <laughs> And my tooth is gone. And they're like, what happened to your tooth? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and literally every, I still, well, I don't see that dentist anymore, but I did for years. And every single time they had to tell the story of the time I pulled it out myself because I was too scared to get a shot. Oh, and I, I was just like. always pull my teeth out. Oh my did God. Did you ever do, I was a kid. I was like crazy. I would tie my teeth with floss and then you tie it to the it. door handle and then you shut the door. I was so always like, way too scared to do that. Oh, I would do it like for, I'd be like, I would huh. pierce my own ears. I was like nutty. Ooh. <laughs> Love the pain. Okay. You can okay. ask me questions. Out of yeah. order. 
Um, oh, okay. <laughs> change it up. Same questions out. <laughs> what story about your childhood do your parents or family tell always tell again and again? <clears throat> when I was in eighth grade, I wanted bangs. I thought oh. Remy would look so good with some bangs. So I go upstairs and I I didn't know if you're, I still don't know to this day. Do you wet the hair? Do you not? I'm not sure. So I went to my parents' bathroom and I sat down and I cut my hair. And I remember I just like wasn't sure how far back they were supposed to go, like in my hairline and all these things. So I like cut them and I remember like then they were like a little jagged. So I like was like, okay, Uh-oh. I'm gonna cut them again and then cut them again. It out. And then at this point now they were probably about half an inch <gasps> long. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like I should just stop. screw this whole thing. Let's just cut it all so it looks like I, they were just like I never did anything. You know what I mean? Like this is my whole. This was also I eighth, This was eighth grade. This is far too late in my life to like be thinking <laughs> to be cutting my own hair. If you were younger, I would understand that mindset though. Like oh, I'll just cut it and then and there's just be none. Gone. Yeah. I was fourteen, yeah. so oh. like I. I don't know what happened to me. But yeah, I went downstairs. My mom was like, did you cut your hair? My aunt thinks it's the funniest thing ever because they were both sitting there. And I was like, no. Me. And my mom was like, oh, okay. Like, didn't think anything of it. My aunt's like, are you stupid? Like, her <laughs> hair is literally like a millimeter long. I have pictures of the growing it. Like, eighth grade was already hard, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that was Ooh. bad. Ooh. If I want to trace it back to another haircutting story, though, in second grade, my mom did little braids on me. But like, now it's trendy to like leave the little front pieces down. I was like in class so frustrated by it that I remember just being like I'm just gonna cut them off so I like bent down under my desk and fully cut off all the hair because I was like it's bothering me and then I had to go home and then I why does that make so much sense though I cut my hair now I have no hair left (laughs) it literally makes so much sense you're like no so just I I can't cut hair oh my god what childhood birthday was your favorite 13th Scooter's Jungle which was like um, in Placentia California it's like a jungle gym but like uh, with those like bouncy houses yes oh my god it was the best I had (laughs) for my birth party gift everyone I got M&M's with my face on them and gave it to everyone who came (laughs) isn't that so me it was like happy birthday Remy and then I had like screen printed my face and I was like like that is my party favorite that I chose for people and that's what your first boyfriend meant by high maintenance (laughs) well Richard wasn't invited to the party so he wouldn't have gotten his (laughs) M&M dang that's hilarious okay what is your fondest memory of your family oh there's so many. I think just like any family vacation we took, and mm, I haven't been able cruises? to go on one for the cruise. Oh, the family. The oh, cruises, the cruises. Disney cruise with the cruises. That's that iconic. Was, that, that sounds like a Disney one. movie. <gasps> cruise with the cruise. Like oh cruising God. with the cruises. That's actually so good. That's the name. Okay, wow. Um, <laughs> What was your favorite game to play as a child? Um, I was really big into... Um, oh, what was that one? Candyland? Is that what it's called? I love Candyland. Was that it? One, two, three, four. Oh, that was it. <laughs> oh, that was it? Yeah. Perfect. So fun. Do we oh both get boyfriends now? BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. It's like... Based off those answers, I would know that your next party is probably going to be iconic. Which, oh my god! Oh, it will. It we will. Got, <laughs> we got the alcohol sponsor. Everyone in this room is invited. It's going to be great. <laughs> okay, so getting into the episode today. Yes, we've been talking about this for a long time. I'm going to try and like transition this smoothly, but honest to god, it's probably going to be like really messy. Um, we have come to a lot of realizations over the past couple it's, years. It's been a while. It's the year of realizing things. The year of realizing things. And something, it's funny, I feel like we always set this like idea or kind of like common theme that we want for our like year to be, whether it was like to be intentional or things like that. And they kind of progress and change as the year goes on. But something that we have realized a long time ago that we want to kind of put into, wow, I'm just really dancing around this right now. <laughs> like I think something that we just talk about a lot is how we want to we want to be more of like a risk risk takers mm -hmm. and we want to kind of live more in the moment. I think mm -hmm. it's really easy for both of us, especially with our jobs, to just kind of like always have your mind be somewhere else, whatever it may be. But we kind of came to this realization that we're not really people that live in the moment back on our first New York trip. But ever since then, we've been kind of like putting in the steps to like live more in the moment. I feel as though... Two years ago, almost, mm -hmm. which is crazy, a year and a half ago, when we had that moment, I think we were just having our life crises of not really knowing who we are or or even just, like, who we want to be. Mm -hmm. And I at least associated live in the moment with, like, being a completely different person, someone who's extremely outgoing, who doesn't care about rules and blah, 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 blah. And then I remember we had that moment of, I don't think we're living the moment, bitches. Yeah. And yeah. we were just like, after I wrote down, right when we were like, let's live in the moment, I yeah. took out my planner. I was like, cool. We were eating lunch. I was like, eat at 2.30, which we were already <laughs> eating at 2.30. And that, that's when Alicia was like, I don't think we are. I was are. like, ooh, Ram. I, I remember that moment. Ram, I'm, I don't I, think we're living the moment, people. But here's the thing. Again, I associated me living in the moment being this whole other person, mm -hmm. someone who I wasn't and someone who everything I didn't like about myself was the opposite. Like if I yeah. didn't care about what people think, I would walk into a room and make friends everywhere and blah, 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 blah. And then as time went on, just realizing that's just not who I am. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I don't like that sometimes I'm really guarded and shy, but also like that's just who I am, yeah. you know? And now I think we've had a better idea and a more realistic approach to what living in the moment is. And it's not changing, at least me, at least not changing this idea of who you wish you were opposed to actually like, hey, how can I actually live in a moment and be a happier 
person of who I am. I think it was the same thing, yeah, where we are like, we're like this, and then we want to be almost like a flip, like 180 and yeah. be completely different. But I think we've done a really good job at finding that like middle ground between the two because for someone who like is like, oh, like I'm like, you know, I don't, I go into a room, and I don't talk to anybody. I just like mm-hmm. only pay attention to myself, whatever it may be. And then also saying like, oh, like, but that's just me can also be very detrimental to yourself because mm-hmm. you're not challenging yourself in any way exactly and so I think you found a good common ground of like okay well sometimes you're going to talk to people and then sometimes you really just mm-hmm. need time with yourself and it's like this self-awareness thing of like figuring out how you are and how you function naturally and then how to push yourself but not to change yourself so much that you would be a completely different human being yeah and in specifically that situation I think what's helped me a lot is realizing okay if I'm like this I'm like this but what that means, the good, there's good and bad about everything. The like pro to that situation is that the people I am close to, I'm extremely close to and I'm loyal to them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So instead of seeing it as a negative, like, oh, I wish I could be more outgoing, like so-and-so or do whatever, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, but at least I truly value the friendships that I have. And maybe they're three or four or five and it's not 20 like I wish, mm-hmm. but at least like those are deep friendships that I value. Yeah. So instead of seeing it as a negative, like seeing the positive in it. And then that's something. And then once you have that, at least for me now going into a room, knowing I have those friendships, it's easier to talk to people because there's less expectations of like, oh, I'm expected to like be BFS with everyone or everyone to like me or whatever. Because I'm like, well, obviously, like that would suck or, you know, like obviously you want people to like you. But at the same time, I don't care as much because I know who my friends are. You'd rather take that energy and put it into like the closer friends that you have. Exactly. Like, yeah, I think it's exactly. figuring out where you want, what you want to do with everything. And I feel like we kind of set ourselves up. It was crazy because we like had, both of us had this idea that we wanted to be completely different people. 180, like 180. And we had to like, but for a long time, we had that mentality of like, we need to change, we need to change, we need to yeah. change. And by doing that, I feel like also started to put a lot of things like a lot of different things, but just like the idea of changing ourselves, we put things on pedestals. Oh my God, completely. In our brains. And then- Also, for instance, who, like, I remember at a time thinking, oh, in six months, I can already see who I'm going to be. Like, if I've made this much growth, that means I'll have this much growth by X amount of time. But in my head, I saw myself as a completely different person. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to be this person who can walk into a room and blah, 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 blah. Like, I had that idea of a fake idea of who I thought I was going to be on a pedestal yeah and I thought I would be that in a few months and And then then when you're not that in a few months that's the weird thing like uh, for me a really big thing that I put on a pedestal in my brain and then set me up to literally have a full breakdown of as a human being was like the weight loss stuff mm -hmm. which I've talked about before but like I still have this question of like people always say like obviously you need dreams and you need goals yes goals specifically you know people are like what are you working towards whatever it may be and we we mentioned goals even earlier but I don't even I don't know because I still have this weird inner turmoil of like I went through so much with putting a weight goal in my head and Mm -hmm. like a body physique goal in my head that it fucked me up as a human being Mm -hmm. so now I don't want to have goals with literally anything else in my Mm. life which is weird and my whole life I've always said this I never had dreams growing up which sounds like really sad but I never dreamed of like doing this and like doing that like for me it was always just kind of like taking it day by day yeah so then when I did like oh okay I have this goal by this time actually I didn't really give myself a timeline timeline with the weight loss, it was more so just like ASAP, mm-hmm. which probably was even worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like, I want to be a size blank. Yeah. I want to weigh this Which much. that's what's detriment- detrimental. That set me up to be f***ed up yeah. in so many different And aspects. what's this is what's hard about that though, specifically weight loss, but this goes for a million other things too, is sadly that can be a lot more motivating than like the healthy motivation. Oh, yeah. And that's 
what motivates a lot of people to be like, yeah. oh, okay, if I'm just a, like, that's what gets you to the gym, literally running 20 hours a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you're just like obsessed with it. Um, I think a good way to think about it though is because goals are never the problem. I think it's how you approach it. And that's why it's a great area too, because obviously like let's, I think money is a great example because it's easier to see black and white, right? If you have the goal to make a million dollars in your life, which that is a lot of people's goals in the world. Mm-hmm. They're just like, I just want to make a million dollars. And they'll do whatever it is to get a million dollars. And then let's say they're one of the 0.02% who actually do make a million dollars. However they get there, whether it's like ethically right or morally mm-hmm. right or not, regardless of all of that, you know, that's a whole separate thing. Let's say they finally get there. 99.99999. I would even go to say 100%, would say 100% wouldn't be happy. of people would be there and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not happy. Yeah. I thought this million dollars would make me happy versus let's take a step back. You're back at the beginning. You're like, okay, I just want to have a career that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. I just want to have a career where I can like, I want to be able to use my, my talents. Family. I want to support having support, goals yeah. like that could easily still get that person a million dollars and they'd be so much more fulfilled mm-hmm. not having that like number set goal. Mm-hmm. And again, if it's weight loss, it can be a set goal. If it's money or even views on a video, like mm-hmm. there's so many things where people just feel like if I reach this, I'll be happy. Or if, if I just have blank, mm-hmm. then I'll be happy. Like the bottom line thing is like, you will, <laughs> you will <laughs> never be happy. Like kind <laughs> so of. Sorry. No, but it's, it's such, like just the idea of happiness is such a weird thing because I think a lot of people, you could even talk to someone. It's almost like talking to a wall. They're like, yeah, yeah, I hear you. But trust me, like if I just had this, I would be happy. Like, or if I just had a million views of video, I would be happy. Like then everything, then I'll feel comfortable. Or if I just had, if I could just not have stress or anxiety, or if just this problem would go away, then everything would be fine. Actually, um, I read in a book and it's so crazy. Um, It actually makes complete sense too, that the human brain in general always finds problems like once you have everything all your list of problems done like your brain just can't it just has to find the next problem and when you think about that think of how many people say well yeah yeah but if just my student loans were gone then I'd be happy Mm -hmm. or if just this and it like finding solace with all of that and being able to just realize that there's always going to be issues there's always going to be problems or drama or someone's always going to be annoying you or like something like like all of that stuff aside like you can't find happiness in anything like that I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. But it's so much harder when, let's say you do want to be healthy and like lose a few pounds or whatever. And then obvious, it's so much easier to just like obsess over a number or a weight. Mm -hmm. I feel like I even did it like in 
when I first wanted to start, wow, when I first wanted to start being healthy, like having a goal, it's so hard because that's one of my tips when it comes to like fitness of like, oh, have a goal because it does help, but it's such a slippery slope of just being obsessed. And I think everyone, that line is hard and that's why it's hard to tell people to have a goal or not because we know how easy it is to just like obsess about it. I just don't know where to like that middle ground is between like, don't have a goal. Like, I don't want to say like, I want to be a size double zero. Like mm-hmm. you can't, don't say that because that's going to f- you up. But then also just being like, I want to be my healthiest self, which I try to say a lot. And I feel like I say it to like convince myself Yeah. to like not go down that slippery yeah. slope of trying to be a size. I've never tried to be a size double zero. Literally my bones would not allow me that. Exactly. But like the, what is the middle between that then? Well, even I going back to when I first started my like fitness journey, I remember truly seeing inspo pics of people and thinking, oh, like, that's what I'll look like. Mm -hmm. Like me at my freaking fittest, like whatever percent body fat, like that's when like, oh my God, I'm going to look like that. I feel that this time's different around. I know I'm going to stick with this. Like I will look like that. Come around a few months and I'm like, oh, like I still got a booty. (laughs) My thighs are still here. They're toned. They look great, but they're still here. Mm -hmm. And I pick, I truly thought I would have a different body type. And I think that's something I've greatly learned because I still think I had a very healthy approach to my whole fitness thing, but there were definitely um, some instances like that. And I don't know if I just didn't have someone tell me, or I don't know if I just heard it, but didn't want to hear it. Like in my head, I was like, no, 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 I'm going to look like this. You know, I had something in my head that was just unrealistic because even me at the fittest I've ever been now, I still look like how I, like I look the same, you know what I mean? I just look a little more toned, Mm -hmm. but finding that, way that I had this body in my head or how I thought I would even carry myself different is what's so crazy and hard. hard. Even, even our trainer told me, he was like, I can tell like, you'll always have a little more muscle on your frame. Mm -hmm. And I was like, cool. I wish I knew that like years ago. Yeah. 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 What a hell. Like, but it's true. And you always hear people saying you just have to love yourself, but it's like, what does love yourself mean? You know what I mean? Or just you learn to love things that you hate about your body and like coming, I don't know. So that's just a whole thing. Um, that I'm, I don't know if I didn't want to hear it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or if in my head, maybe you heard it, but you just weren't listening or I just, I thought, no, like, yeah, I don't know. Just like the, unre- the pedestal on the unrealistic. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that was kind of crazy for me that I had, like, I feel like the two big, like realization moments that I had that were like, oh fuck, like. I set myself up without even knowing it or the weight loss. And then I've never talked about this, but my relationship was, I've only been dating. We've been dating for like a few months, but like we went through, it was like so tumultuous in the beginning Mm. because, and it was honestly, I put that poor guy through so much because it was all me. And I like, I've never really talked about this too much, but I feel like, did we, we haven't really talked about it too much either. I don't think so. It was like crazy because I feel like all I ever, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> all I if, ever wanted was a boyfriend. If you have it, if this is not the first episode you've listened to. <laughs> all I ever wanted was a boyfriend, like my whole entire life, which is so yeah. A, sad. But, but, sad. But I get it. <laughs> yeah. Especially, I remember at a freshman in high school, all my friends had had their first kiss and boyfriends and I felt so behind. Yeah. So behind. Same here. Like that's what we bonded over was being like late bloomers yeah, in the yeah, boy yeah. department. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I was literally 13. Yeah. <laughs> literally 13. 
but I understand that completely. I think it was just like another thing that I had so fully built up in my head for so many years. And like, just obviously naturally it became this big thing in my head and you would always try and talk me down. Yeah. When I didn't have a boyfriend. You were like, Ram, just so you know, it's not going to be rainbows and butterflies all the time. So I'd always, I was listening. I was listening. Maybe, but what is that? Is it you're, I'm hearing you. I'm not listening. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I don't know. I just built it up to be this big magical thing. I remember what I kept saying was you don't want just any relationship. Like you don't want just any boyfriend. And I feel like that did help though, because it's like, wait, you're right. I see 90% of relationships I see are people that I don't think should be together. You know what I mean? You're like, Ooh, like I don't want that relationship. So it's not that you want like something real, something real, genuine and like something special. Yeah. And so I feel like I, as we all know on this podcast, I kissed <laughs> a lot of frogs. And then I finally... <laughs> they I, didn't turn to a prince. They did not. The f- <laughs> no, they turned into little cockroaches. And then I bought them online and then fed them to America. Did you know that? I Have I ever told the podcast this? Oh my God. My best friend, Ollie, <laughs> when I was going through the gigs one time, you, there's a website where you can buy a cockroach, <laughs> name it after someone. He named it after one of the guys that I used to date. Iconic. And then they feed it to a meerkat and they send you the video. <laughs> so anyways, that was really funny. We should link that. Oh, that's iconic. <laughs> that, like, that's, that's a good some, friend I actually got two cockroaches. I'm so sad I didn't know about that. Because I would do that. Kaylee got me a baby content one. Oh she named my Cloud Demon, And then I had another one with it. Well, with now it I know. Oh my gosh. Good birthday gift. 2020. <gasps> we should do that for a fan. Oh. We should totally do that for a fan. <gasps> like, they should send in the name. Oh my God, we should yes. say anonymous. And then we should be like, there you go, Carly. Like, there are we, Carly. you know what I mean? Like, oh my God, we should sponsor a meerkat. Yes. And just like, just give them cockroaches every week. <laughs> okay. So, um, but yeah, a big thing for me was like, I finally met someone that was so great. And like, he was so different because I feel like every other guy would always like chase them. And this was like, it just felt so like natural. Mm. And there was like no chasing and involved. It, it just felt like right. But then once I got to the point where it was like, he very much was like, I want to date you. Mm. I, that literally was all I ever wanted in my entire life. I freaked the f*** out. I was like. It's scary. I didn't know. Like, I thought it was just crazy how like all I could do. I could come onto a f- podcast every week for a year and talk about boys constantly and then when actually someone wants to be in a healthy relationship I was like "Uh, (laughs) what and I freaked out and then I was like from that I won't go into too many details but like there been in the beginning it was like really hard for me because I suddenly was in this like weird middle thing where I like didn't know and I f***ed up a lot and I like wasn't sure what I wanted to do because suddenly I like I feel like I got, I, I know I got scared and I self-sabotaged myself a lot, but it like back to that whole, like putting it on a pedestal. Like I put that relationship on a pedestal. I thought I it was going to be like I'm not ready this, for this, this, this. Isn't and it crazy it how not it. to justify their actions because they suck, but like you almost understand like the f- boy mentality more when it's the opposite way when you're like oh commitment I'm scared what do yeah. I do and then you're like ah, I don't know and then you just like ghost and run you know I've what I mean like, about like it, it yeah. sucks not to justify it because they still suck yeah but like it makes you understand that side more where it's just scary, it's scary. especially for someone willingly giving you their feelings basically and yeah. they're like hi and then you're like I don't uh, want to hurt you I don't know what to do but yeah. I'm kind of into it but I'm torn and, and like it hurts them even more it hurts them more when you just string them I totally get it I think the pedestal thing too is like it's just built up in your head of what it should be. You're so scared of it not being what you want. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's almost, let's take them out of it. Having that pedestal is just, uh. Oh my, the problems with my boyfriend in the beginning were solely all me. Mm. He, he was perfect. He did literally nothing wrong. He was like 
there for me more than like he even needed to be. Mm-hmm. But for me, I was just like, holy shit. I don't know like what I'm doing. Yeah. I, or like, how I you feel. Want, I didn't want to screw it up. But then by not wanting to screw it up, I screwed it up even more. Yeah. It was like a lot. And I learned a lot from it. And I feel like that made us stronger now. Yeah. But it was just the craziest thing to me that I could have. That's a, the one thing I hyper focused on my entire life. And then when it came down to it, I was like, wait. Well, I think I also know. let's again use the idea of money. That's where that unhealthy like attachment to it mm-hmm. is what's the problem because people let's say they're making 995,000 in a year and they're like oh this is the year it's gonna happen they probably are like they're so excited and it's adrenaline and it's a high and they're like oh my gosh it's happening and then it happens and they're like wait that's how I felt about subscribers subscribers too. Too? oh my god literally I think I've said this on the podcast before I truly remember hitting my one million mm-hmm. I This was built up in my head for years, like Mm -hmm. years. I think it took me a total of like four or five years to hit one million subscribers. It's finally coming. Oh my gosh, it's going to happen. I'm finally in the elite, elite club of YouTubers. People will take me seriously. People will know me. I'll be invited to VidCon, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) All of this stuff. The highest high, I remember vlogging it. I have the vlog still of me hitting one million. I scream. I'm like almost crying in tears. I'm so happy. The same day. Maybe I kept refreshing. I was like, one million and one, one million and fifty, mm. one million and one thousand. You know, and I was like obsessed with just refreshing. I kid you not, probably less than an hour, I had this extreme low. Like I went from a high high to the lowest low of looking at that number on my screen. I remember my banner, I was wearing a blue crop top and white shorts. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I see one million and one thousand subscribers or something. And then in my head, visibly I see two million. And like my heart sank. I I swear, like, all of my feelings and emotions just went away. And my thought was, I have to do this all over again. Like, it's like everything. Empty feeling, it right? was the emptiest. Like, I was so excited. And I feel like this is ha- why, with a lot of work things, people congratulate me on things. And I'm like, oh, like, whatever. It's, it's whatever. Mm-hmm. Because in my head, like, I think I've been able to, to detach a lot from it because I've had those experiences where I just, it was so built up in my head that I thought I would be this person. I thought I would feel a certain way. I thought people would take me seriously. I thought, I remember watching Miss Glamorazzi. I was with other YouTubers, right? I was just thinking about her today. Oh my God. I was watching, we were watching her videos. Like we were hanging out watching her videos. And I remember one girl saying, oh my gosh, isn't it crazy? Like Ingrid gets 1 million views per video. She could upload whatever she wants and it would be like amazing. Like it's fine. Like she can literally upload whatever. Like too bad. Like unlike us who where we have to like really work for whatever we're uploading it has to be like thought out and like something people will click on blah 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 and I was like oh my god that's so true like she literally could upload whatever she wants fast forward to years later years later Mm -hmm. me finally at the point (laughs) at the time getting a million views roughly on average per video and I felt no different than when I first started like and I thought of that moment of wow this is where I thought I would feel I thought I would have the freedom of just, wow, I've made it. Now I can upload what I want. I can do whatever. And nothing was different because the ratios are changed. That's the only difference. Like when this, this kind of bothers me when I get both sides. For instance, if big YouTubers complain about their views, they're like, oh my God, like, did you guys get this video? It's not in your sub box. Yeah. Like I can tell like it's, it's underperforming or whatever. And everyone's like, oh my God, shut the frick up. Yeah, it's you already l- have you're, 5 million You're views. getting 5 million views. Yeah. The ratio is the exact same for someone who has a thousand subscribers getting 50 views when they normally get 500. Mm-hmm. The only difference is there's zeros afterwards. And I think that's so hard for people because I think people see that and they're like, oh my God, you're complaining. You still got 5 million. Mm-hmm. But it's all like relative and that's so different for everyone. Yeah. Um, 
so and I get that side. It's like when you're used to that and but long story short, being on that one side, seeing these big YouTubers thinking, oh, when I'm there, I'll feel this way. I'll have the freedom every week. still I'm like falling into that, like, oh, but I want it to do well. Mm -hmm. And that's everyone at all times. Even if you're PewDiePie having like a hundred million, however many subscribers he has, 75 million. Like actually, I think he's a great example of, I feel like he doesn't care. And I think that's why he's on top. You know what I mean? Versus like all of us just whatever. That's my rant about all that. I feel like what I got from this is like, whether it's like, your health or your career or your relationships, whatever it may be, in everything you have an ideal situation. You have like something on a pedestal and it's normal. And I think that for so long you and I kind of like, I don't know. We viewed it as a bad thing. Yeah. But I think once you start viewing it as like it's a normal thing, no matter what. It's normal, just how you approach it. Yeah. And I think that's and that's what's so hard again, going back to like the weight loss, the easier route because what will drive you for what will drive you faster for longer or sorry what will drive you faster is usually an unhealthy goal mm-hmm. but slow and steady freaking wins the race like I remember when I first hired TK to come on one thing she kept saying and that helped me so much was um short term or long term wow I'm gonna mess it up um something about long-term gains over short-term games gains or something like that like when you think of like the short-term gain in like a year of like I just want to do this so I'm gonna like like short-term short-term take yeah. shortcuts do whatever mm-hmm. you got to do instead of like okay where do I want to be in five years yeah instead of like I just want to hit a million subscribers by the end of the month yeah you know what I mean like those like if you think long term it's it's so much easier for you to take a breath and just be like okay there's longevity in there's that, so yeah. much longevity in that hence my breakdown of my burnout and all that shit um Thinking long-term has just helped me so much. And I think when you have those pedestals, when you, you know, you may have like a pedestal or just like an unrealistic expectation and just the idea of thinking that everything will be, you'll be happy is like what's toxic about it. Yeah, I fully agree. Ren? Yes. 226 right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Should we wrap it up? Was that good? Yeah. We're at about 35. Okay. That's good, right? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? The only other topic I had was guys, but I feel like that'll easily be in a whole other... More thing, more. Yeah, sure. I'm good. Was that good? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I think we're going to wrap that up there. I feel like we could talk about this more in another episode, but... We like... I feel like we were like... We're preaching and then... <sighs> I'm in my feels again. I'm going to leave sad, but I love it. <laughs> I'm like happy. <laughs> I just love... I love deep talks. That's something I've also learned about myself. I don't really like small talk, but I love deep talks I with people. I hate small talk. I've oh. learned I don't love it, if but I, I used to do it all the time. I used to thought I was like the master at small. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I can walk into an event and like talk to people, blah, blah, blah. And then now I'm like, well, wait, I hate that. I mean, you can do it, but I hate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. That's why I don't go to any events anymore. It's I to like, the point where I'm like, maybe I should go to a few events because I literally, <laughs> I don't go to any. Shown face. People think I don't. Die. Yeah, probably. I will, like, go somewhere, and if I'm there too early and I have to small talk, I'll sit in my car to, like, oh, not have to talk to people. Me. If I'm in the mood. Unless I'm in a chatty mood. See, then and I'll go I and used to be so someone. down on myself thinking that I was the only one who was like that. Oh, no. <laughs> Everyone's I've like that. I've done it since high school. Oh, my God. My high school boyfriend I avoided by staying in my car until the bell rang. Oh, that's I hated him. Great. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this. And also, um, again, don't forget to uh, rate, comment, subscribe. Continue listening (laughs) on Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We will come out with more content soon. Content Content baby content. content. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.